0: MLM Nation, episode 633. Welcome to
1: MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built a team of over 200,000 and is now a full-time MLM coach and trainer. So if you're
0: ready to level up your business, join us now. Let's do this. If you love this show, you're going to love my daily pep talk. It's free for everyone. It's a quick two, three-minute motivation every single day at 8.25 a.m. to get you going. You can catch it live. You can catch it recorded on my Instagram channel or on my Simon chant. It's free for everyone. Hey, I'm here to motivate you and pump you up, and I look forward to seeing you on my daily pep talk. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I'm fried up to bring our special guest today, Dan Aldridge.
1: Hey, Dan, are you ready to make it happen? I am so excited, Simon. I've been watching you and listening to you for six years, and today is a great day of mine. You made it. It's on your vision board. You made it. Hey, so for those of you who don't know who Dan is, he
0: is right now 31 years old, young, and joined his network marketing company at age 25 when he was working as a carpenter. Today, he and his fiancee, Harriet, are six-figure earners and have one of the fastest-growing teams in Europe. So, Dan, welcome to the show. I'll give an emulation a brief background, but take us back to the journey. How did you discover network marketing?
1: Who introduced you to it? What was it like? Yeah, so I left school at the age of sixteen. Um, normal, normal upbringing, average lifestyle. And um, at the age of sixteen, I was bored of education. I wanted to go and start earning some money, and I went directly into the construction industry. I found a apprenticeship in carpentry, and I worked for three years as an apprentice carpenter, learned the trade, but. It was not really serving me in terms of my ambition, my goals and where I could see myself in the future. But I had no other vehicle. I had no other opportunity. I had no other way until at the age of 25, I got the worst message ever on Facebook Messenger. Somebody said to me a complete cold call. Would you like to make some more money? And I replied sarcastically saying, yeah, go on, then show me how. And they then, although the, the initial message was bad, the next thing what they did was good. They didn't tell me what the business was. They they invited me to an opportunity event. So I had to go to an event to find out what the information was. And then once I was in the event, I was sold. I wanted to climb the compensation plan. I wanted to collect the bonuses. I loved the idea of being my own boss and the freedom and the lifestyle. And I was in. So that Terrible message, changed my life. Um, How did that person find you? It was a cold market. Was it any type of relationship? Was it just a cold, total cold message? Yeah, it was just a random girl on my Facebook. She must have added me or I must have had her at some point. And I guess she was sending this message to everyone. And out of the many she sent, I was probably one of the few that replied. So how did you do? Well, you were like
0: 25. How How was your first couple of weeks like?
1: So the first couple of weeks were okay. And the reason why is because I signed up as a franchise partner, but my girlfriend, who's now my fiance, Harriet, she came along to the opportunity meeting with me and she was a school teacher. And whilst she wasn't looking for an opportunity, she couldn't ignore what was being presented to her. So we actually built the business together for the first year. She was was fantastic. She got all of the initial customers because, you know, she was much better than me in this business to start with. So the first few weeks were great because she essentially did it all for me. But then uh, after that, I learned to build a team and I taught her how I how I recruited someone. And I taught her my skills and she taught me her skills of finding customers. And together, we just created a team um, and built the business. So a lot of new distributors,
0: or even current ones right now, they're struggling right now. What, what are some of the mistakes that a new
1: distributor often makes? Yeah, I think a lot of people are too emotional. Um, they get too, you know, negged out, as I like to say. They they get too down in the dumps when they get a few no's and some rejection. And for me and my fiance Harriet, we uh, we we I don't know why we just had quite thick skin. We were willing to go out there and get rejection and get some good no's, and we were kind of a bit a bit ruthless in terms of like, fine, if you're not interested, next person. And when we look back on our Facebook memories, we see the statuses we used to post, and they're really brutal. They're like, are you going to watch us or are you going to join us? And we cringe so much now watching them back. But we were we were brutal. We, we were hungry for success, and we didn't care if people wanted it or not, because we just kept finding more and more people to ask. Where do you think that thick skin and the hunger comes from? I don't know. I mean, I my upbringing you know i I listen to a lot of your podcasts and i hear a lot of people who are successful in network marketing they they come from a sports background and um they're quite uh, competitive and i believe that my upbringing especially i have to praise my mum for this my mum always believed in me she said i could have been a professional soccer goalkeeper she you know if i kept going and um, she embedded a bit of belief in me so i had the attitude Embedded within me that if I saw this opportunity and I ran with it, I could make it happen. So from the first moment I saw the compensation plan, I said to myself, "I'm going to do that and I'm going to get to the top." So from day one, I had that competitive attitude to make it happen.
0: And you said that uh, you know um, you're ruthless. You're moving. You're moving on next. You just find new people to talk to. Where would you Where would you find people? Because that's the thing. A lot of our listeners, oh, I ran out of people. How did you find new people to talk to?
1: Yes. Yeah, so the first thing we did was we wrote a list. Our mentor told us to write a list of people we knew. The initial list had about 30 names on it. We asked all the people on the list because we weren't, we didn't have a, a massive network. You know, we, we didn't have lots of contacts to start with. So we had a list of 30 names. Nearly all of them said no. So we went back to our mentor and he said, right, I need a list of a hundred names. So we wrote another list of a hundred names and that was what started the ball rolling. So we had to dig deeper and we had to put people on the list that we probably wouldn't have put on the list initially. You know, we were just kind of getting names for the sake of having a lot of names. But working those numbers were our first few customers and team members. It was actually the people who we least expected and um, to buy the products, bought them.
0: Yes, that's a great point. I want to emphasize that. I always teach that like, um, the people often you think will join often will let you down. They don't join. And it's like, it's like that second list, 100 names, putting the name just to, for the sake of getting a name down there. Those are the people that you, maybe you haven't talked to in a while. You least expect those are the people that uh, end up becoming part of your team. Not so I, I know you're great at finding leaders. What's your process of finding someone, developing them to become a leader, to change your lives?
1: Yeah, so initially in the first few years of the business, I was trying to speak to anyone. Um but now six years into the business, I I look for people who have um traits of success. Now it's hard to see people who have desire because desire is an internal emotion. It's you know it's physically impossible to see that. But what I do look for is I look for people who look after themselves, look after their health, look after their mindset, people who you know post quotes people who look like they live a positive lifestyle, those are the types of people now that i I look for um, on social media to to then maybe get to know them, build a friendship, and then eventually get on to talking about the business or the products
0: going back to your journey, was there a specific aha moment where something uh, you learned or maybe an event
1: that afterwards your business really took off? Yes, yeah, so for me, my biggest aha moment was. I recruited a girl into my business, and I don't know why, but in the in the two or three years I've been building, this one girl seemed to really uh, connect with me, and I could see that she was so hungry for success, and she was doing everything I was saying. I was saying, read this book. She read it, and then I said, right, you need to, you know, do this, do that. She lived up to the top end of the UK in Scotland, and I lived at the south of the United Kingdom, and the aha moment for me was. I got an aeroplane and I flew up to see her when she was brand new in the business and by going up on the aeroplane to see her she then knew that I believed in her and me embedding the belief into her set her on fire and she has now got the largest business in my team and she's a rock star and she is a she's a, you know an independent leader with or without me and that was all because I initially took that leap of faith to fly up there. You know, it could have been a waste mm. of time, but I just knew she had something special. So it's about getting in front of the people you really believe in and building those relationships with them.
0: It's believing in people. Seems like you're pretty good yeah. at that. Um, let's talk about the other side. What is your worst moment in network marketing?
1: Yeah. Your worst, worst moment. To, uh, it's hard to say my worst moment, but you know in business and in entrepreneurship we do have ups we do have downs but i do remember at one point i was i was stuck in in the compensation plan i was stuck for about 2 years at one position and i just couldn't seem to get any traction my business wasn't really moving i was working really hard every day and i could never really get any duplication in my business it just wasn't growing And I went for a walk. It was a November afternoon, like today in the UK. It's really cold. I went for a walk and I actually started to think of quitting. Uh, It it wasn't just a little moment. I genuinely planned out what I would do to quit the business. I was going to sell the house. I was going to move and live in Australia where no one knew me. And I was basically going to start a whole new life without network marketing and just start again because I was fed up, I was frustrated. My business wasn't moving, yeah, that was my worst moment because I seriously considered quitting, and in the whole six years, you know I have little ups and downs, I have wobbles, but I've never seriously considered quitting because I just know it's the correct vehicle for me so what so what happened? How come you didn't quit? you have everything mapped out? I couldn't quit uh I just couldn't I just know i I just know deep down in inside me that this business is the right vehicle for me, I know that the destination, the vision. Is uh is too exciting, and I you know we're all human. We have ups and downs, and um, yeah, I can't I can't quit. I just can't. So what turned things around? You were stuck for two years.
0: You thought about quitting, but you didn't. And then what happened? Did you find out a girl that from that your
1: leader? What happened? Um, I guess I had a a I had a real ninety day game plan burst of energy. I, I had my enough is enough moment. And I said to myself, right, I need to get this business moving and I need to get to the next position. Now, the best thing ever is that we have events like everyone has events. And I said to myself, I'm not going to the next event as the same position I am right now. So I set myself a new goal with a deadline and the event was in Barcelona and I went to Barcelona as the next position. So that was the, re- that was the thing. I had to have a deadline. I had to have a goal, and I had to make it happen. it It was a it was a do or die uh, goal. I had to make it happen, and I did it.
0: You you talked about uh, believing in people. Your mom believed in you. You believed in that uh, the leader of yours. You flew out there. Can you share a little bit more about belief? What in what other areas can you believe in people?
1: Yeah, it's everything. I, I you know my my bio on Facebook says consistency and belief. Um, my mom believed in me. Uh, my mentor believed in me. And sometimes, you know, you need people to believe in you more than you believe in you. Um, And, you know, as a mentor in the business, you need to be able to show people the future that they can have. Um, So believing in yourself is number one. But being able to um, visualize and help people see their life better than it can be is the ultimate. Because you can find a team member that has huge potential but lacks belief and with your mentorship and with your coaching, you can really help them believe that this is the vehicle for them. Because at the start of at the start of my business, I was I was you know I had my doubts a little bit. I I started the the network marketing business, but I also set up a, a side business uh, making furniture. And the reason why I. Uh, I set up this other business on the side was because it was a safety net. I was thinking, well, if network marketing doesn't work, then this will work. But the day that changed my life with that one was again, another mentor of mine rang me and he said, Dan, why are you doing this and network marketing? Do you realize that if you go all in on your network marketing business, you can have everything you've ever dreamed of. And that was the moment where I stopped, you know, making the furniture. It was just distracting me. It was a plan B and I went all in on Plan A. So my mentors have helped me believe in myself, and uh, now my my belief's unshakable. Yeah, unshakable belief. And now it's about helping my team believe in themselves. And we all need a pick up, a pick me up now and then. You mentioned consistency before, already. Uh, how important is consistency to success? i believe consistency is everything even if you not just in network marketing in anything you want to do if you if you look at any successful sportsman anyone businessman consistency is that is everything um because if you don't if you don't keep going people aren't going to know you're still around you've got to be top of mind awareness you've got to get the social media attention you just got to put yourself out there every single day so people know that you're here and uh when, when the time's right for them, they will come to you. And I think that's the best thing about network marketing. I've never got a no. I've never got a no in this business. I've just got a not yet because everybody at some point in their life needs this opportunity, everyone. And I'm here showing up every day, and I'm going to be that person that signs people up and uh, helps them with the products when the time's right for them. So it's all timing. It's all timing and you have to stay consistent when the time's right for the prospect. How do you follow up with people? Like
0: uh, so so when they are at the right time, like do you have a system of follow-ups to
1: check in with people so like you know you can catch them at the right time? Because a lot of times yeah. most people know. I'm I'm really old school. Um I had literally have my lists here by me on my desk right now, two columns, product and business. And, uh, I will have some people in the, what I call my long list. So these are people that, you know, maybe it would take three months, six months, a year to join They're people that aren't really, you know, moving that much at the moment. And then I have the people who are very close to joining and they're on the fence and they're my weekly, my weekly short list that I will touch base with more often and just see how they're going. And, you know, it's not about pushing them. It's about just reconnecting with them and seeing how they are. And, uh, I like it when people say to me, look, the time's not right right now, but, you know, message me after Christmas and then we'll have a follow up after Christmas. So for me, it's all about just creating those appointments until the time's right for them. And if you do that with enough people, you're going to have a steady flow of prospects coming your way.
0: If you want something new and different, go check out this group, Purpose Driven Networkers. It's the only group where... You get to prospect with myself and other top leaders at least 15 times a week. You also get accountability. And if you're stuck and not sure how to reply back to prospects, then you get to send me screenshots of your conversations and I'll guide you on what to say. You also get access to over 180 different trainings that should teach you everything from building your business on Instagram to prospecting LinkedIn to even more traditional methods of building such as doing home meetings or coffee shop meetings. It also has a five-step program to help you get your next customer or rep within 28 days. And most people get a lot, lot quicker than that. No other group in network marketing can give you this type of training coaching, and accountability combined. So if you're ready to take your business to the next level, go check it out at PurposeDrivenNetworkers.com. Again, that's www.PurposeDrivenNetworkers.com. Hey, thank you so much for time, Dan. It's been awesome. As we wrap up, some quick questions to pick your brain. So the first one is, what is one of your favorite success quotes
1: that motivates you? Well, my, my favorite success quote is, the best is yet to come. Uh, this, is a, this is a quote that was made famous by my mentor, um, who sadly passed away last year, and um, it's my job now to live his legacy on. Um, and he That was his favorite quote, and that is now my favorite quote. What is one habit that's helped you become successful? It's got to be staying consistent. It has to be. Um, if you don't show up, then people aren't going to know you're here.
0: What's your, do you have a routine, like a morning, or what, what's your typical day like?
1: It, it is a wake up and work out. It, it has to be I get the blood flowing, body, mind, spirit, um, hit the gym, go running, and also AirPods in and listening to podcasts like this or you know things on YouTube to get me fired up. So morning routines are critical, and I believe that for the rest of my life, I will be waking up and working out every morning. It is, for me, it's the perfect routine. What's the best advice you ever received? Best advice is my mentor, when he signed me up, he said, give me three to five years of your life and I'll help you change your life. Hmm. And I just, from that moment, I said, let's do it. So a three to five year commitment from day one. What's your favorite prospecting tool?
0: Do you use a, send up a Zoom meeting? Do you send out a video first? What do
1: you like to do? The best prospecting tool I have is number one, get them on a phone call. That's the most powerful form for me to build friendships and connections with people, pick up the phone. Or the next best thing is if people are busy, then they have an opportunity video that I can tag people in and they watch the video.
0: What's your favorite app on your phone that you use, aside from
1: Facebook or Instagram? It has to be Spotify because MLM Nation's on it. Uh, (laughs) I like that answer. uh, You know, if, if I'm doing chores or if I'm running or if I'm, you know, cleaning the house, I'll be learning and I'll be listening to you, Simon. Hey, thank you for being part of It's cool to have you on the show. <laughs> hey, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much.
0: What's two or three books? Or you should have these questions memorized if you listen to them.
1: What's uh, two or three books you would recommend? Yeah. So, number one is The 45 Second Presentation. This is the book that helped me understand the concept of the business. The second one is The 21 Laws of Leadership by John Maxwell. Um, he's amazing, and that helped me learn how to work with people and lead. Because as a, jo- as a carpenter and joiner, I wasn't a very good people person. So that really helped me understand people. And the third one is a book that I actually got recommended at the start of my journey on, I think it was your podcast, called What to Say When You Talk to Yourself. Mm. And it's a really old school book, but it helps with your inner talk so that you can then start to manage your, your emotions so that instead of saying, you know, I can't afford that. You start saying, how can I afford that? So the way you, the way you talk to yourself.
0: And here's the last question, the million-dollar question. You ready? I'm ready. Dan, cool. imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one. You didn't know your fiancé, didn't know any friends, but you had your, all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do or the first place you go to build a network marketing business from scratch?
1: So I thought about this, and I think for me, what I would do is I would, wherever the location was, I would first of all get on, get on my social media and I would find people within that region and I would start connecting with people. And the reason why I would do this is because you can work the numbers faster online. So you can get more rejections faster, but out of the rejection, you can get some yeses. And then once I had you know built a small team and got a few yeses, I would then take that team and build an event-based offline culture within that region and then build it from there, an event-based organization offline, but initially start it on social media.
0: Uh, where would you go? Uh, what would you do on social media to find these people?
1: I would search on, on locations of Facebook, Instagram. I'd find groups of the, of the location. And I would just start connecting with people, You know, adding, building connections, relationships, giving compliments and finding the people who need opportunity and helping them. What groups would you go to? What, uh, what interest groups? It depends, really. Um, I'm I'm, a, I'm into running. I'm into the gym. So I would find groups of people who have common interests to me, because I think if you have something in common with someone, that's an automatic conversation starter.
0: Thank you so much, Dan. As you wrap up, any last words of advice? And then what's the best way listeners can connect with you?
1: Yeah, so my best piece of advice really is to just um, believe in yourself um, and stay consistent with this business. I always have the attitude of I will until. So as long as you guys stay, make a commitment to yourself that I will be successful until, you know, and just just make it happen, guys, because I'm, I'm a classic example of literally an average guy who had no network, no following, not many connections. I wasn't, you know, the epitome of health. Um, And now I'm, uh, you know, I've become successful in my business. So if I can do it, you guys can do it. And you can reach me on Instagram. Uh, My uh, Instagram is dan.aldridge underscore XXY.
0: ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you've been hanging out with Dan Aldridge. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.com. Click on the podcast tab and the show notes or the nuggets of wisdom, the books that Dan recommended, and also those links to reach out to him will be right there. And In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again and God bless you.
1: Thank you, Simon.
0: Hey, MM Nation, do you ever struggle with consistency or worried about what, are you saying the wrong thing? What to say back to your prospects? Well, now you don't have to worry. Go check it out. BYOB. This is when you and I we go together on Zoom, and I'll guide you word for word on what to say. And I guarantee you can get at least one interested prospect for your business, service, or products by the end of the session. It's a ton of fun. Go check it out at mlnation.com forward slash BYOB. Hey ML Nation, recap of a great show from Dan Aldridge, who's been really crushing it this year. Uh, it's just really cool for someone to has been a loyal listener, started, you know, listening five, six years ago, and now it's been on the show. so I, if you want to be on ML Nation, take a screenshot of yourself listening or put the logo next to you, send it to me, send, reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook. Let me see how you put ML Nation on your dream board. I'd love to check that out. Okay. That'd be really, really cool. But anyway, Dan, it's awesome to hear from people from different backgrounds, right? You just never know. And, you know, and... I think there's, no, there's definitely wrong ways to do it. But if you're wrong way to do it, it's better than not doing it, right? Wrong way. Some person sent out a message that was like, oh, so seems so spammy. But he just replied back, went to a meeting, and joined. And you just never know. And I think a great lesson he talked about, you know, his initial list of 30 people, they all said no. And then when the mentor forced him to make a list of 100 just to fill out the name, just put any name down for the 100 and reach out, that's when you found the people, right? Often the people who you least expect to join are the ones who join. The ones who you expect to join often will let you down. That's totally, definitely true in my situation as well. When I think back to the leaders that least expect and the ones that I never expected, uh, they were all pleasant surprises. You know, she talked a lot about believing in people, you know, consistency and belief. That's actually his, his tagline. You know, you need people to believe in yourself, right? Find someone to believe in yourself. You got to believe, believe in you as well. And by the way, taking action is one of the ways Right? You can believe yourself. When you take action, you feel better. When you procrastinate, you're not consistent. You don't feel good. You also have to visualize seeing yourself get better. See your life better. Dream and dream bigger. Right? Dream and dream bigger. And I love how Dan was very transparent, talked about how he um, he took that leap of faith to, you know, flew to work with a leader, believing them. I mean, I'm sure for that one success story, there's a lot of times it didn't work out. But when it does work out, hey, it's awesome. Right? Uh, we getting the duplication, can't find this first leader. Also, you talk about wanting to quit, but not quitting because that's not the way you, I mean, if you're listening to this, you know, you're not, I know you're not a quitter, right? But have setting the goal that every year you got to va- advance. You can't show up at the event every year at the same rank. You have to, that, that reminds me, you know, those times when I was building, I really didn't want to advance, but I would make sure it wasn't for me because I didn't really care about the rank, but I did it for my team. I wanted my team to see that. Uh, Dan talked about consistency and follow-up, right? A no does mean never. It just means not yet. And he has the list of constantly following up, following up, following up. Great stuff there. The best is yet to come. He talked about, I will until awesome stuff. Go out there, just providing value, networking, taking social media, people online, and then driving them to like an event-based culture, whether it's an online event or offline event. You have to have that culture and having the belief in your team. So, hey, awesome show. If you like this, please do us a favor, subscribe and leave us a review. Really appreciate that. And share this with other people. And also check out MLNation.com. Reach out to Dan. Thank him as well. Check out what he is doing. Hey, thank you for listening. I'm Simon Chan. I'm loud and proud to be part of this amazing profession. And now it's over to you. Remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all.